Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast. It is episode 47. Now we have a big test here. It's a huge test. That's because I'm on my own today. I'm on my own, ladies and gentlemen. I'm at Express and Star Towers. There's just me here. But we still have three people on the podcast. How is that possible? Well, through the wonders of modern technology, we're hoping that we've got Tim Spears in Southampton and Luke Hatfield on his day off in Solihull. Three different locations, three different people. So let me try this because we haven't tried it yet. Hello, Tim Spears. Can you hear me, Tim Spears uh, from Southampton's Premier? Oh, uh, is that here Nathan? he is. Is that Nathan? Hello? H- hello? <laughs> Hi. This yeah, I'm here in Southampton. Incredible. So we, we've made contact with Timothy Spears. We'll come yeah. back to him in a minute. Let me just, um, let me just dial, dial up this connection one second. Hello, Luke Hatfield in Solihull. Luke Hatfield, coming in, Luke Hatfield. Hello? Nanu, Nanu, he's here, he's here, Luke Hatfield. Wow, this is unbelievable, boys. Three-way podcast, what's going on? I must admit, this is kind of, I must echo Tim's sentiments from last week. This is very surreal. Sat at home, and then you guys in my ears. No, no, I'm fully dressed. Not what I've heard. Not what I've heard in the test before this. Tim? Southampton, how's uh, how's Southampton's hotel hotels treating you? The jury's in is a delight. Don't I mean, re- gave me that. You've just said that ENS put you up in a five star luxury pad last night, apartment <laughs> penthouse. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's pretty basic, but it'll it'll do, it'll do. It's got a nice little nice little cup of uh, sachet Kenko on the go oh, here. Oh yeah, you can't be a uh, bit sachet Kenko. What's your, what's your what's your what's your biscuit of choice? Is it? They always go ginger nut, which I don't mind. That I think that's a pretty pretty much of a crowd pleaser. Lack of ginger nuts here, uh, and any and any biscuit whatsoever. What? Uh, no carbs. Um, just normal free view. You know, sometimes be <laughs> nice to get a bit of Sky, maybe. You know, when you send your football correspondent a few hours away from home, it'd be nice to have a bit of Sky Sports. But no, just a free view. Um, but no, oh, there's there's an iron in the room, which I'm always impressed with because a lot of places just don't have an iron. Mm. You know, I like mm. to look smart. Oh, dearie um, me. Have, have you seen, has anyone seen him on a match day? An iron? Right. All right. Behave. Um, and yeah, the, the Express Star uh, booked it for two adults. I'm not, I'm not sure who they're expecting I was bringing with me. Uh, so, so there's two beds in here as well. Well, um, good. So. <laughs> not that you're bringing with you, but you know, Southampton was a late night last it night. It was a good people. night last night. It was I a good night. I bet it was. Uh, but I'm on my own now. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very roomy. So, uh, yeah, very good, very good. But no, um, only a 20-minute walk from the ground, so it's happy days. Brilliant. I mean, honestly, I'm loving that you're all coming out clear as a bell. What are you going to do? Is it going to be like FaceTime next or Skype or something like that? It's crazy what these people can, can make up. But, guys, I was a bit disappointed going to last night. I was like, oh, no, it's going to be a bit of a down podcast. Bubbles burst, calm down, let's not carry it away. 2-0 Southampton. See you wow. later last night, boys. Wolves are awesome. Second string is better than half of your first team. Nuno's men ready for the Premier League. Tim Spears, we're loving Wolves. Hey, no, I really, I really enjoyed it. I um, I, I had a sneaky feeling that they'd, that they'd pull one off last night. No, don't, 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 don't touch that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just knew as soon as I said it, it's a good job we're not in the same room. Um, they, <laughs> snorting out. <laughs> What's going on in that hotel room? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, they, they were really, really impressive last night. I mean, I tell you what, Southampton were no mocks. Uh, not that they would be anyway, even if they even if they changed all eleven players. But they had like Forster in goal, Romeo. Oh, um, what, <laughs> all right. Uh, Ward Prowse, mm-hmm. Charlie Austin up front, Tadic. Um, Tadic, yeah, who's like you know one of the top playmakers in the Premier League. And then and then they can bring off uh, Redmond, Gabbiadini, and Long off the bench, um, and and still you know Wolves Wolves fully deserved it. And I thought they played the better football as well. I mean, first half was pretty split in terms of chances. Dicko missed. Oh, Dicko should have scored two. Yeah. Um, and then Southampton really came into it. And Will Norris made an outstanding save at nil nil from mm-hmm. a Yoshida header. Um, 
that was the only down point of last night. They let they let three free chances go from set pieces in the first half. They keep yeah. doing that. It's awful at defending set pieces. Three free, three free headers. Anyway, half time, he's obviously had a word with them. He's taken Ben Marshall off, brought on Conor Roan and told him, you know, go, go and run the game, go and boss midfield, go and control the game. I tell you what, for the first 20 minutes of the second half, it didn't really create any clear-cut chances, but they, they just controlled the game the through, through possession. Mm-hmm. They, they played higher up the field. Uh, Ronan and Price got on the ball loads. They, they didn't give it away. They didn't throw it long once. Um, and they just they just bossed the game. It was, be- it was beautiful to watch. And this is it. This is Nuno's idea. This is his vision. Um and then, and then they, yeah, they got the goal from a corner, and um, and they never really looked in too much trouble after that. And then, um, and then just great for little Donovan Wilson to come on and come on and score his first ever goal. Just a fantastic moment, um, which which highlights uh, the importance of the academy in last night's squad. I think there were ten of the eighteen players have either come through the academy or currently play for the under twenty threes. So it just shows you, you know, you spend all this money, but there's so much talent at this club. Um, uh, yeah, it was great to see. Re- re- really, um, really great, really great night. Fifteen hundred fans as well, so every- everyone was absolutely buzzing at full time. Absolutely, absolutely top draw. Um, you mentioned him because he went off at half time, but was that a bit of a surprise to see? I mean, obviously a good surprise, but to see Ben Marshall straight back in and, and starting. Yeah, I didn't get an inkling of it until uh, until the afternoon. Actually, it um, completely came out of the blue. Um, the last Nuno spoke about him two weeks ago. I think he was suggesting he'd be behind Costa. In terms of coming back, um, so he sold us a little bit of a dummy there. But you know, yeah, uh, real surprise seeing back in. But he looked very rusty. Um, mm-hmm. He was the worst player on the pitch during his first half. Was um, he? Yeah, but you know, I remember when his, his debut last season. Who was it again? Wigan at home, I think, in February. Um, and he looked really rusty. <laughs> it's terrible, yeah. actually. Yeah, um, it was, oh, I can remember. That. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, he was at right back that night and had a poor game. It just took him a little while to get up to fitness, and then he was transformed a couple mm-hmm. weeks later. So, yeah, most important thing is he's back. Forty-five minutes under his belt. Um, I'd like, yeah, under twenty-three games would be good for him now because he didn't look ready last night. Couple of. Um, couple oh, of I would just sorry. I would just say he's had no, he had no preseason games whatsoever. Sure, he got he got injured before the first preseason match, and he hasn't played any under twenty three games since he's come back. So yeah, he's clearly not going to be fit. So how long was that layoff then? In, in total, it was about uh, half, six was six six weeks. Which isn't too bad, is it? To be fair, because people were, were were speculating that it was going to be a lot longer than that. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, Wolves never gave an official absence, so um, so yeah, we never really knew how long officially he was going to be out for. So yeah, no, good to get him back, and hopefully mm-hmm. Costa will be next. Well, I was going to say that, like, you know, Helder Costa, if you said that Helder Costa was, was potentially, or Nunes said he was potentially ahead of, of Marshall, does that mean that we expect to see him within the next maybe fortnight or so? Yeah, although he's he's been out for longer than Marshall was. I mean, it's April the 1st was um, is how long he's been out for. So he, he definitely needs, I think, some under-23 games before he comes back. He, because he had such a troublesome problem with his ankle, they just couldn't fix it. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to... No point rushing him back, especially with Jota and Cavalero and, sure. and Bright. Bright plays so well in, the, in his position. So, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon. Uh, a couple of a couple of the players I want to mention just to see how how well they did. And obviously, a lot of the, the the fans wouldn't have watched this game last night. But Jordan Graham played played at wing back again, I believe. How yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was more defensive. I think they had this. Anson got this uh, impressive left wing back called McQueen. Mm-hmm. Um. Who was really pushing Graham back in the first half? And Graham did nothing of note going forward. Uh, right. It was more about more about defending, which Dufay did well. He was quite disciplined. Okay. Um, really good team team player last night. Um, and then start second half, he did get forward a lot, but his delivery wasn't quite there. But um, no, I thought um, all round, I thought he did really well, but particularly defensively, I was quite impressed with him. And Cav. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, first start of the season. He was like he was Wolves' danger man in the first half. Linked really well with them. Um, Vinagra, who was excellent actually, I thought he had a good game. Was, apart from Marshall and Dicko missing his chances, no one played badly. Yeah, Cav, Cav was very lively. Another assist with his with the corner for the goal. I'd um, it's a really tough one for Saturday whether he him or Bright starts. Mm. Really tough, really really tough. Can't, can't really call that one, but they're both 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 banging form. Which would you have great. thought that maybe you would have been withdrawn maybe a little bit early if they did have Saturday in mind? I mean, eighty fifth minute substitute for. Um, for Donovan Wilson, would you would you say that that probably means that Bright's gonna gonna get the nod again? Maybe, although it was a really young bench, so maybe they were just thinking, you know, let's let's see this through because obviously they probably weren't expecting to be in that position at that sure. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, they're unlike against Yeovil in the last round when it was a load of first teamers, it was a load of kids on the bench last night plus Zyro and and Ronan. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I, I, he's fit enough to start on Saturday, no doubt about that. 
And so what time did you leave St Mary's, Timothy? Oh, I got chucked out. Quarter past 11, I think. No, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. A little 20-minute stroll back to hotel. And then um, plenty of Wolves fans in the bar. <laughs> Some Wolves fans in the bar. Uh, and then, yeah, wrote my player ratings. Yeah. Got to sleep about two. Ooh. Up again Ooh. at four. <laughs> so, for the for the draw, which we were also thrilled about. Can you believe the draws at that time? To be fair, and I was listening to this the other day, for all the... I mean, have you ever talked about the time of a draw in a League Cup ever in your life? So, in some ways... No. They've kind, they've kind of... They've, it's not a bad thing, is it? Because everyone's talking about the Carabao Cup draw Yeah, but no, no one was bloody watching it, Nathan. Do, I mean, does, it does anyone really need to watch it? Does it anyone need to watch it? anywhere. Do you know what? Everyone's following it on Twitter. It took... It took um, it took 25 minutes to get started, especially oh, quarter past four. Oh, mate, uh, so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. 25 uh, minutes. The, the, few, the few people on my timeline that were awake were just like, what the hell's going on? Anyway, and then, and then it took 20 minutes to do the draw. They, oh. were still do, they were still doing it when I was trying to get to sleep at five. Oh, no, you're joking. No, uh, no, I don't. Because I, can't, I wasn't watching it live, I was following it on Twitter, but they were so slow drawing them all out. And everyone's following it on the Carabao Cup uh, Twitter page. And and before they announced who was playing who, they were doing a a, a graphic, of oh. a, a, a Twitter graphic, a little picture. So like Wolves, Wolves, Bristol Rovers has got the badges on and the names. <clears throat> so they'd have to set all that up before they tweeted out who was playing who. But uh, like you say, Tim, I mean, you just mentioned it there, but it was worth the wait. Wasn't it worth <laughs> the wait? I mean, oh, what so a dinger. I was so disappointed. I really wanted I wanted Spurs away for Wembley yeah. or or Bangies at home for the banter. Sure, uh, but bloody I mean, but I, I think they're the lowest ranked team left in the competition. So you look what? at it that way. It's the easiest tie on paper, which is great because I think we'd all love to see Wolves carry on with a bit mm-hmm. of a run. Mm-hmm. Especially if it is, I think the problem with the EFL Cup is. You don't want to be in it if it's going to damage your league form. But if Wolves are making eleven changes, exactly, then exactly uh, my point doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Well, you didn't say that, did you? I was about it, to say it. Oh right, yeah. To well, my notes. Well, were you really? Yeah, I was uh, giving myself a pat on the back in here. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you could say this all the way through. Oh, that's in my notes. Absolutely. Just going to say that. Um, so yeah, on paper, yeah, a really good draw to get through. I mean, you know, I, I just I, I hope they set set the tickets as cheap as they can and get a decent mm-hmm. crowd in. Absolutely fantastic. Well, we have got an absolutely action-packed show today, guys, and there's so much, so much to cram in. Um, we've got obviously our fancy Premier League update from from Mr. Luke Hatfield. We'll look a tiny oh. little bit back about against oh, for someone. Oh, not good, not, I think someone might have to mute their microphone for those three <laughs> or four minutes. Um, we'll obviously look back at, at Cardiff City. We've got um, plenty of questions um, for you, for us to answer. Uh, massive in abuse of the week we're going to look ahead to the transfer window upcoming transfer window on Thursday we'll preview Brentford we'll have predictions it's so much wow. we've even got we've even got new segment alert a new segment alert do you know what the new segment's called guys no definitely not okay right, <laughs> um, and also now like I say we've got so much to talk about so we might not get it in so I can't I'm not going to promise you but we could have the first quiz of the season. What? The first quiz what? of the season. What? Hatfield v Spears. But it depends how time goes, so we'll see. Let's get, Let's get through this and we'll on, see then. where get we are. Get a move on. Oh, but the this, segment, this, mate. Oh. Oh. Segment, the segment is one of the most popular... I, th- I think we did a, a, a poll recently, and the segment was one of the most popular <laughs> things on this ENS World No, we didn't, everybody. <laughs> when no poll, poll existed. Uh, well, I've got my notes here. It says, uh, it says it was a poll. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you well, what, this cut, this, uh, this, this jury's in coffee. I mean, this is disgusting. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the 70 quid a night? You got a bed, didn't you? This is horrible. I've got. I've got I've in fact, got, you didn't. You got two beds for the price of one. I've got Coronet whole milk. Oh. <laughs> UHT. Coronet. Oh. Those fa- famous milk purveyors. Uh, it's a good. Th- it's a good thing you weren't entertaining last night. I mean, the coffee well, should have left very early, wouldn't you? Kenko, Kenko sachet, and then some silver spoon sugar, which you think would be all right, but no breakfast just included. Uh, just with your tastes price. disgusting. No, I'm eating nuts, mate. I'm eating nuts. <laughs> well, I think we need to move on. <laughs> no, whoa, steady on. No, I, did, um, I, did, I wouldn't have time to get down to breakfast today, so I've. Um, I just, I've just, I've got some Grey's nuts. I know you like Grey's. Oh, I love Grey's. Yeah, you can't Grey's, be yeah. disgustingly yeah. priced, but uh, but they are delicious. Oh yeah, no, they're on, they're on half, uh, half price in Waitrose, mate. Oh, okay, happy days, right? None of the people, right? Yeah. 
Hatfield alert. Hatfield alert. Sorry for talking over you, Tim, there, but obviously the... Um, the no, I'll carry on with my nuts. Like it's fine. Okay, you eat your nuts. Uh, Mr. Hatfield, fantasy Premier League update, please. We are in two weeks in. How is the table looking? How are people performing? How is our Wolves correspondent performing? Mr. Luke Hatfield. Well, Tim and Nathan, uh, we've now got over 300 people in the league, which is great. Um, awesome. Far and beyond what we expected, so thanks for everyone to join in. Um, oh, that's absolutely brilliant, to be Just Oh, yeah, yeah. As good as them grazing at Tatum. Um, anyway, uh, as you said, it's not been a good week for Mr. Spears again. Uh, he's dropped to 181st, so he's wow. in a Wow, what's your problem? Wow. <laughs> you only scored 33 points this week, Tim. Uh, you had you had Roberto Firmino as your captain, who scored just four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Nathan Ake, Cedric, and, and Matt Ritchie, and none of those choices really helped you out. Where's his money gone? Where, where's he spent his money? This is the thing. He, he did actually make a transfer, which cost him points as well. Oh, that is a schoolboy on week two, and you're costing yourself points. I mean, the um, key um, thing is... Go on. I suppose it is a marathon, not a sprint. So yeah, oh, we've got... exactly. I'm, do, I'm doing wildcard this week, so I'll, I'll be back next week, don't worry. Uh, early wildcard <laughs> usage, but... Wow, what's so funny? I was doing early wildcard. So you've made, so you've made, you've made two transfers across yourself, four points in week two, and then you're playing, right. you're playing your wildcard in week I'm in, three. I'm in a bit of a mess, no need to pick on me. I'm going to sort it out, don't worry. Yeah, but you're costing me money here, potentially. Let's be honest though, Nathan, none of us have had a great week. Um, I've dropped slightly. I've dropped to 48, so I'm still top 50. Decent. Uh, I had Lukaku and Chicharito, so they helped me to 48 points this week. Oh, Chicharito. I... What a, especially when you're down to 10 men, you didn't think he was going to score a little brace. He's, he's not a bad little player, that kid, is he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just nicks points from all over the place, don't he? He's almost he's as old as you. Yeah, but excuse <laughs> you. Um, but he's baby-faced, isn't he? He's still that baby-faced assassin that everybody remembers, Cheeky Chappy from Manchester United. Yeah, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer style. Mm. Yeah, is that, yeah. Is, is that who you're talking about, actually? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the baby-faced make... assassin from Man United? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Chicharito. Underhandle <laughs> uh, I did make a mistake. I had, I had Andy Robertson on the bench. He scored nine points, didn't even make the squad. Oh, dear. Uh, Nathan. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. What is going on here, guys? Oh, just a bit of racial stereotyping from Judah there. (laughs) (laughs) On delay, on delay. It's brilliant. I'm going to continue anyway. You guys chuckle along in the background. Uh, Nathan, you've also dropped a place. You've dropped a fifth. Uh, So you are still you are still top five. uh, But there are four people now banging a Costa coffee because of that. Um, oh, don't, man, don't. I'll get to a microphone. You're not even in the same room, and you are both curling over <laughs> laughing. This is brilliant. Uh, but no, you had Gabbiadini, Mkhitaryan, and Lukaku. You got 57 points this week. But Mkhitaryan, mate, is absolutely killing it. Two assists on both of his 11 points, 11 points. Not bad, not bad value for £8 million. <clears throat> oh, yeah, great deal. You, man, you've, you've chosen well there, and his value's obviously skyrocketed a little bit now. Uh, but, I mean, it still wasn't enough to keep you in the top four. Mm. Uh, we'll look at the top three, though. Um, it's the same as last week at number one. Taran Damrate, he's played a blinder. Uh, team name, can't think of a name. Uh, oh, I can't, I'm not having that. I, that that think, can't win the league, I'm sorry. Think of not. a name, please, between uh, now and week three, is, is what I'm saying to you, because I, I'm not having that. But, I mean, he had he had uh, Bai, Pogba, Lukaku all in his squad. Oh, Pogba's killing it. I wish, I wish I wish I had Pogba. I'm, I'm regressing Pogba already. Yeah, you know what, I had him, and then I changed it up before, oh, I, no, before him again, the league's died. Uh, again, Sam Bateman's done well again. Giroud, Sandstorm. Uh, he's second now, still in the top three. He had a Hagazi, Lukaku, and Chicharito. Uh, but then we got a new entry at third, uh, mm. George Freeth. He did George. tweet about this, by the way. He was very happy. Oh, I recognise uh, that name. Yeah, he yeah, just recognise that name. I think, he's a, I think he's a tweeter. His team name, Marty Alt Issues. A bit of a oh, play yeah, on nice. words. There, yeah. A bit of wordplay uh, like that. Yeah, uh, Bailly, Mkhitaryan and Chicharito, so you know he, he rounds off the top three. Uh, we had some low scorers though this week, some uh, really low scorers. Uh, I don't like to pick on the same person again, but Jade Scar hasn't had a good week again. Salt and Vinagra, 15 points this week. What? She had Zahar, and to be fair, I feel bad. She had Reed, you know, West Ham defender Reed. He went off in a warm-up. Oh, disappointing. Uh, yeah, but that's what substitutes are for. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, her bench wasn't great either. But she also had Emery Chan, who scored zero points. Yeah. Um, scored a couple last night, though. Yeah, but unfortunately, Champions League doesn't, doesn't count, matter. does it? Doesn't count. Uh, Craig Bucknell, he's not had a great week. Um, only Crazy. scored eighteen points. Oh dear. 
You had Ben Teke as his captain, scored two. You had oh, oh. minus two, getting set, getting himself sent off. Oh. And then Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld. You'd think they'd do well, but both got zero points this week. Cause, you know, oh, it's a bloodbath. Absolute sickener. So, but, then, I mean, I mean, like you say, how many how many entrants, Luke? Uh, three hundred and well, it goes up to three hundred and first place now. Uh, uh-huh. But there are a lot of people jo- joint in position, so it's probably more than that. And oh, how but, many? But, 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 but Bucknell, he left eleven points on the bench. Oh, oh. No, he had, Ro- he had Rooney. I'm just just getting his team up. He had Rooney on the bench. Oh. He's had a shocker, hasn't he? And then finally, Joe Darling with Dave Edwards FC only scored eighteen points as well. He had Harry Kane scored one point. Steve oh. Mounier scored one point, and Alderweireld got zero. Do you know? I haven't I haven't watched too much. I don't I don't know about you guys, but I don't really get to watch match of the day too much, especially if you've got a wife and stuff. It's you come back in from football on the Saturday. Match of the day for an hour is not really going to happen on the Saturday night, but. I have watched Spurs' two games. Pretty clear he wears his trousers now, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and um, and Harry Kane could have had five goals in these two games. It's the August hoodoo. Yeah, he's terrible in the first month of the season. I don't know why. It's not even like he's bad, he just can't score. And he got booked as well, so I think he's had one point in both games. But I'm sure a lot of people have got Harry Kane captain in these last two games. So they, they'll, they'll, they'll get their day. Yeah, they'll bounce back. Uh, a mm. couple of good team names as well. Uh, George Bennett, Kindergarten Klopp, good shout. Joe nice. Prophet, don't stop believing. Bolly. Mm. Oh, no, I don't mind that. Do and you, then, uh, you, Dave, you don't mind a bit of journey, do you, on a Saturday night in uh, in the dog and doublet? And then uh, David Walker with Lalana Rama, which was pretty nice. Uh, and we got two more teams joining after the points update. Um, I would mention as well that the the league entries will be closing in the, at the end of next week after oh, the transfer quick, deadline. Oh, quick! Everyone, get a move on. So, if you haven't joined already, make sure you do. The league pin is one two four one eight six nine dash two nine eight zero six zero. So, make sure you sign up for that, um, and we'll continue giving people shout-outs when they do well or if they're doing pretty shocking. Fantastic, Luke. Thank you very much. Just for the people who have it, who wouldn't already know, I'm sure you all do now. Anyone who finishes above myself and Tim Spears gets a free. Costa Coffee, bought by us or bought by me, um, and uh, the top three will get a Nando's that we will chat Wolves with uh, Mr. Mean Spears and Mr. Hatfield, we'll all have lunch together, and the person who wins it will come on the ENS Wolves podcast at a date to be decided. Right, um, let's just talk a little bit about Saturday, Tim, and um, we're not going to talk too long about it, but obviously, you know, Wolves looking for their 100% record, it was bursting in, in emphatic style by Cardiff City, um, and a fully deserved Win at that, I think. Um, Cardiff, obviously, Neil Warnock's side were going to come with with plenty of um, plenty of anger and uh, plenty of hate. If you were going to believe Mr. Uh, Mr. Warnock's comments last season, and to be fair, they did a number on on Nuno, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. They did typical Warnock display. I, I just hope it's a lesson learned, really, because that's probably as physical a team as they'll face. Um, so you, you just hope you just hope you just hope that they learn from it, and in, in a way. Um, it's a good job they've got it out of the way now. Like I said, if that's the worst that they're going to face, then then better they get used to it now. Uh, there will be there will be a, quite a number of teams that that kind of deploy those tactics this season. I mean, they were, they weren't overly physical. It was it was more ju- it was more just the fouls and the niggly fouls and the and the delaying tactics and the moaning to the ref and the and the, and, and and the ref definitely did contribute to the defeat because he just didn't get a handle on the game at all. Um, and the the amount the amount of niggly fouls that Cardiff were doing when when Wolves were trying to break and he just didn't put a stop to it at all, mm-hmm. which really didn't help. So uh, yeah, and, and a number of their key players just just didn't get going and, and didn't perform on the day. And Miranda had an absolute shocker, and Sace was really poor as well. Uh, and, and and most importantly, I think the the full backs, the wing backs were nullified by Cardiff, who kind of matched up when they were off the ball. So Mendes Lang was playing at uh, uh, wing back, and uh, so Doherty and Douglas just didn't get in the game going forward at all. Um, it was just a bit of a recipe for disaster, really. So uh, I thought two one two one flattered them a little bit. Is, is this something that they that they should have anticipated and they kind of knew what was coming? Because I think everybody else knew what was going to come to Cardiff. Were they still still taken by surprise, or can no, they not really prepare no. for something like that? Certainly not from a management. Yeah, from a management point of view, no, they weren't taken by surprise. But it's yeah, it's more. It's the first time that Neves and Miranda and, and others in Bolly have faced this kind of football in in England. You know, after. After a busy start to the season, so it's something that they, yeah, maybe you can't quite prepare for that. You've got to experience it yourself. So football, football isn't played on paper, is it? So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I get out of the way early, but in, in general, it's been such a great start to season, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I think inadvertently it helped last night's performance because I think um, a number of players 
Play for so, so, playing for places because in between Middlesbrough and Derby, which is when the Yeovil game came in, you, you couldn't really say that, you know. Whereas, whereas this time, you could say Nuno's potentially going to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Particularly, you know, Danny Bart and Ryan Bennett would look at it and say uh, Miranda had a shocker, so, and he hasn't looked convincing to me at all. Uh, so, so, so pick me, Gaffer, and and they they were excellent last night, as was Silva and Deland as well. They had a really good game at centre half, <clears throat> first appearance for a cup for almost a couple of years. So and then and then Ronan came in and did really well. I thought Jack Price had a great game. So a number of them, you know, put their hand up and said, uh, "You've got a great squad here. It's not just about the eleven you've picked so far." So uh, really interested to see what team he picks at Brentford on Saturday. Uh, did you say that they were they were caught 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 by a couple of free headers though, weren't they? So they can't all have had a good game at the back. No, I, I put um, it's more down to zone and marking. I think I'm just okay. not, I'm not I'm not bought by it at all. It just mm. just doesn't work for me. Well, Wolves aren't employing it as as well as well as they can be. Um, yeah, the, the, from open play they were fine. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to pinpoint from where where I was sitting who was at fault for zone and marking. But I, I put it down more to the system than individuals. So uh, yeah, no, the, the defense were excellent last night. And in fact, um, Southampton boss said said so afterwards. He said Wolves defended with more intelligence than we did, and that was the key to the game. Okay, um, I mean that that's that's good to know um, because obviously at Cardiff City there was um, we put a few tweets out and I got I got to know it a little bit about um, how you feel on a, on a on a day to day basis, Tim. Do you know why? Because it's time for this. It's oh abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the of the week people well 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 we've got, well. We've got to record that and do a bit of a jingle i think yeah i think so although to be honest i think we pretty much nailed it now i've kind of like got my 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 tone my dulcet tone down to you know i'm not i'm not going up and down kind of like decibel wise so and you're very good at coming down Did you, were you a quiet boy Thanks. at school <laughs> behave yourself i said no were you, were you on the choir i'm just just a very good singer i'm very talented I was a treble and then went down to a soprano and then... Uh, no, are you no, telling seriously. the truth? No, seriously, swear of down. Course, of course you are, you're Nathan Judah. Nothing was, surprises um, me. used to do a lot of solos in the in the old concerts and... Uh, Did you? Back in the day. But yeah, Did you? Yeah, seriously. I, I'm not in the same room as you, so I can't tell. You normally, <laughs> no, got, no, that, you normally got that stupid grin on your face when you're telling a lie. No, we used to, uh, we used to come down on a little choir thing at Christmas time. We used to have a candle and you used to... Used to the, the, the trick used to be for the candle, which is proper budget, we used to get a piece of cardboard, then you used to shove the candle through the cardboard and uh, and then light it. And then at the end of, we did our Christmas songs, you used to just lick your fingers and then you just put it what? out. I was, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I used to do my little solos there, Christmas solos, happy days. What? I can't, yeah. I can't believe this. No, they, seriously, they, straight up. That's very outlandish if you've made that up, especially no, with the, ca- the, ca- the cardboard anecdote. No, seriously, I'm not joking. Um, actually, people are talking about school. Good luck to everybody their GCSE results today. Big day for a few people today. Any friends or family have got GCSE results today, Tim? Luke? You no. are, you like, are you like a radio DJ? What's, what's all this? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a big day. Were you not nervous for your GCSE results? Uh... Uh, yes, very, yeah. Oh, that's the worst feeling in the world, isn't it? It's because all your teachers bigged it up, though, didn't they? They always big it up and they're like, this is the most important thing ever. And then you get into, you get into like, college or uni and then it's not important anything. anymore. Did, not not, not even your degree means anything, people, oh, to be honest. Just don't, just don't bother with education. Tim. Tim. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> got me a not. lot of people got, who hang no, on your every word. I was in the education system from age five to age 22. Yes. They got, got me nowhere. Really, the school, well, school, the school of life. Where's where it's at, people? What school of hard knocks? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we don't, we we don't bulge. Um, let's go to let's go back to abuse of the week. So Cardiff City. I'll start us off then, Tim, because um, because on Saturday, I was. I think we might have the same on. abuse here. A little bit of a little bit of Cardiff abuse. <laughs> it was. Um, so I write. Okay, this this is this is what the gig is. So so obviously, Cardiff came with a game plan and. If they tried to play football, then they were going to get beat 2 or 3-0. But they didn't, okay? They played some decent football, but they were strong. And I think that they dominated most of the game. And all credit to them, Wolves were second best. Absolutely, completely deserved the win, Cardiff City. However, Wolves, when they equalised through Bonatini, 
was having their best spell of the game. Decent possession, and I thought if anyone's going to go on to win the game, it's going to be Wolves. So I put, this, I put this tweet out. Let me try and find it, sorry. Um, haven't got this ready yet. But I put a tweet out about when did Bonatini score him, approximately? Uh, it was about 65, was it? Something like that? Yeah, about 65 minutes. So this is when Cardiff and went 2-1 up again. I put, wow, that's a killer. Two silly defensive errors cost Wolves today. It was all Wolves completely against the run of play. Now, this was at the time when it was all Wolves, not about the game as a whole. However, after yeah, the game... Yeah, they probably just, probably just had the best spell, didn't they? Yes, exactly, correct. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't about the whole game as a whole. That was completely different. This was this was still, you know, 75 minutes into the game. But Card- a Cardiff um, fan site saw this and then retweeted this to Cardiff City. Oh, dear. Um, I got a few... Uh-oh. I got a few um, few tweets after the game, mainly from uh, Jeff Bailey, who said, "Dull sea bomb." Um, I'm on the coach back to God's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the coach back to God's God's country. He's met you before, has he? <laughs> yes, apparently he has. Yes, yes. Um, back to God's country on the way back to God's country. God must have had a day off. Must have had a day off that day. Um, and um, who else? Um, Jack Herbert said. Uh, apparently, apparently, this was a word that was used um, frequently during the afternoon. Um, silly sea bomb um, says Jack Herbert <laughs> um, from me. Um, and I think yeah, there were plenty of others. You were clown Judah from Hal Raza Canoe, um, oh. and Paul Grineau say we dominated the game. You clowns. Lots of clowns and lots of sea bombs. I received. So it was it was it was an evening to be Tim Spears. It's just from the Judah family. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So enjoyed that. Um, I've got a couple more, Tim, but I think you might you might have them as well. So I'll leave them up to you today. David Foster. Here he is. David Foster. What a character. What a, char- what a character. So his so his mates say. Oh Foster. Dave. Oh Go Dave. On. What is he like? Go what on is then. he like? Pint of Fosters. Get one in, lads. No. Oh, uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave. You're an idiot, mate. To be oh. honest. Uh, so Dave. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I've met met Dave a few times. He comes to like sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes to do's at the Molyneux stuff. I've seen him at the former players do, <clears throat> and he always kind of says, "Tim, you know, why are you saying this? Why are you saying that? I think you should be saying this." Yada yada yada. But you know, we always have a good chat because he's a fairly normal bloke. How old is he? Uh, I mean, he looks about sixty-five. Good so. lad. Like no, that. He yeah, no, he doesn't really. He's, he's like mid forties. Yeah, I'd say. Anyway, uh, I, last, I last saw him a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We had a good chat. D- difference of opinion on Fosin, yada yada yada. Anyway, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect this from you know Pond Life, let alone let alone Dave Foster. So after Cardiff game, he's obviously had a few beers. Yeah. Nathan, I am losing. I think he means losing all respect for you and Tim's self-indulgent journalism. You've castigated Nuno and Fosin from start. You are boring. Oh. Tim, you talk absolute... Uh, yes, Cardiff won, which I'm sure you're clapping all the way to your self-indulgent reporting. Doesn't really make sense. Go and support CFC. I think he means Chelsea. He's supposed to be doing like Cardiff. Um, but you reckon we were bullied by a boot to the opposition team. You really are a foolish boy who has no idea about football. Report the truth. Uh, and there was more, and then we ended up. Uh, I ended up calling him out on it, and uh, we ended up blocking each other. So um, that's the end of that chapter. I mean, what, 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 what's, what's, he, what's he saying? I mean, I think there's a few, a couple of people who say that you know, against Foson and then the whole, you know, you're all big Lambert fans and stuff like that. I think this maybe maybe goes back to a video that we did when when Lambert was about to get sacked, and and we we filmed something, and people were saying that we were very anti. Antifos, and that's not the case whatsoever. But what we had to show at the time, I think, was concern about the situation and the volatility of, of the entire, you know, the entire season and what was happening next year because people didn't know what was going on. And I think yeah, that was, that I, was I, I stand fair. by, it. I stand by everything I said at the time about having concerns about what was going on. Um, <clears throat> you know, everyone's we started the season well, but it doesn't mean it's going to end well. It doesn't mean that, that they made the right decisions. And I, I still have reservations about the way that they're. The way that they're going about it in terms of their links with Mendes and, and the way that they're bringing players in um, who clearly aren't going to stay for very long, whatever happens. So yeah, it's all it's all sunshine and roses at the moment. But no, there are definite concerns to be raised. What are you are you scratching something? Sorry, I'm just crossing out what we've done so far. Oh right, <laughs> I thought you were scratching your crotch. I'm not, um, the, I'm not the one who's still in bed. 
<laughs> so uh, you know, I think I think we're right, certainly right to shine a light on on what folks are not are not doing well. I mean, we'll see with the accounts in the next couple of years. Just how much financial uh, bother wolves are potentially in. Certainly, they're not yeah. promoted to the Premier League. Yeah. So these things need to be raised. Doesn't make you anti Foson. Ridiculous. Completely agree. So I mean, you talked about you know how much debt there potentially could be in, or um, what the books are going to be like. What are the books going to be like, Tim? At the end of Thursday night at 11 o'clock, transfer window mm. closes. We mm. have got, I mean, I think, you know, Nuadico did score again last night, but I think everyone no, knows no, that the glaring, no, glaring... No, he didn't. Huh? No, he didn't. Nuadico didn't score last night? Oh, no, no, of course he didn't. No, my apologies. Who scored wow. first? Danny Bart. Oh, yeah, Danny Bart. Sorry, he didn't score again last night. Apologies. I did go <laughs> in my head that he scored last night for some reason. That's what you get for not going to the game. Um... Yeah. We desperately need, he missed, he missed a couple of sitters, desperately need a striker. Tim, how far are Wolves away from getting that striker they so desperately need? Uh, yeah, this is what I get getting asked uh, day and night. and uh, They've been struggling, to be honest. They have been struggling. Um, they've looked at a number of domestic targets, but um, they're kind of getting priced out of permanent moves. I mean, Southampton wanted 15 million for Sam Gallagher. Uh, Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday won eight figures for Jordan Rhodes. Uh, so it took ten million plus. Um, so, so, so they want loans for these players, and club clubs are saying no, or they're or they're asking for two million for a loan fee for Sam Gallagher, which I just find silly money. I mean, obviously Wolves have got the money if 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 they choose to spend it, but um, they've got to be careful with the finances. And also, there's there's you know you can get your pants pulled down here just 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 because you're Wolves and, and you're folks. And so yeah, two million for Sam Gallagher for a year. I I think that's. <laughs> Not great value. But, but so, well, someone um, would say that someone would argue that if Wolves do go up and Sam Gallagher scores you 15, 15 to twenty goals in, in that yeah, period, he's worth the two million. You've got to you've got to have um, you've got to have your principles though, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Say, look, enough is enough. I don't agree. Don't want to pay. Don't want to pay that because that, that's just asking for trouble. If you're going to start paying over the odds for everybody, sure. Um, especially you know if you're not in the Premier League and it's so difficult to get out of the Championship. So. Um, so yeah, so they are they are struggling. I think this lad Julian, they're looking at from Le Havre. They looked at him last summer. He started the season on fire. I think he's got five and four, mm-hmm. uh, but he's only twenty one. So you know he's not going to be the finished product, which is which is what they're after. So um, so we'll see. I, I, th- I think they'll end up turning, probably doing it now, turning to Mendes and saying, you know, who've you got, and let's yeah. let's bring somebody in because, they, like I said, they've tried a number of domestic targets. Nelson Oliveira was another one they've looked at, but he looks like he's staying at Norwich. Um, Silla as well from QPR, who they nearly bought last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they want a loan for him. He ended up coming off the bench, scoring QPR's winner the other day. So it's just not happening at the moment. Um, but they're desperate to bring at least one striker in. It may end up being two. They may end up getting one on loan and, and signing one. Which where that leaves Dicko, I don't know. So. Um, some decisions, yes, still to be made. Well, Lots I was going to say, Dicko has been linked with a move um, earlier on this week. Is, is Dicko someone who you would say has got no chance of leaving? Or do you think if they do get those two strikers in, that he, he could be a late, a late departure, maybe on loan even? I'm not reading anything into that link because he was linked. He was linked with the move away last January. I think it's just it's just agent talk again. He's linked with a move to Blue Turkey last January. And, you know, there's nothing in that. So, um, but you're surprised that Bonatini started every league game that Dicko hasn't started one yet. He's, he's been mainly left for the League Cup. Yeah, and do you know what he looked? Really, I know he missed his chances last night, but he looked great in terms of movement and playing off the last man. I mean, he got got in these positions for four four decent chances against a very good Southampton defence. His movement was absolutely superb. So if if he had his shooting boots on last night, as you know, and he scored two already this season, then he'd been the hero last night and yeah. would be saying, "Oh, Dicko, stay." So I'm not. I wouldn't want to read into it too much on one game. Um, I think it's more whether Nuno sees him as, as someone who can fit into his style of play. Because I I think we saw last night just how if you don't fit into this style of play then then you'll be off because sure. it's it's all about it's all about playing the same week in week out no matter who the opposition home or away so yeah it's up to Nuno to decide if he can fit in they'll want decent money for him if he goes because mm-hmm. they've already loaned quite a few out including Joe Mason as well this week and Iorfa and Lee Evans and Evax Landell mm-hmm. you know they want want to be making a bit of money really if if possible so yeah interesting to see what they do um, yeah. n- not clear who it's going to be though at the moment. Yeah, and just to let you know, um, we will have all the latest one. We'll be discussing every single transfer, maybe one, maybe two, maybe more. You never know. And departures um, on Friday morning after the transfer. We'll have a special podcast, um, a transfer deadline day special on f- next Friday morning. Um, I reckon it'll be. I reckon it'll be one out of the blue. It, yeah, um, just 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 come from nowhere. From like nowhere. I said, maybe, maybe yeah, from maybe a Mendes player. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've got someone lined up just in last. You know, but it's you never know, do you? They might they might spend big money. You never ever know. It's it's, it's absolutely crucial though, mate, to the to season's hopes. I mean, I'm not I'm not convinced on Bonatini yet, and you know. um, 
and Dicko. I think he could get fifteen. I think he get fifteen goals. But it's whether, like I said, it's whether Nuno thinks he's the right player for the team. So uh, yeah, it's absolutely crucial. You know, no, no, no other the... positions, Tim. You think just the striker? Um, I've heard little inklings that they might might be after a left back, but I, I thought Vinagra looked really good last night, and uh, suggestions of maybe central midfielder as well. So um, I would say central midfielder. I think you need a bit of backup to Neves and uh, and Seist. Would would you not say? I know you've got Ronan and you've got you've got uh, Jack Price, but do they need? Yeah, one more? Uh, Price. I think Price is a great backup. Ronan, he doesn't like him in central midfield, so he doesn't think he's ready for it yet. And Edwards, again, does he fit into the system? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be getting rid of any of those three players, but yeah, maybe they've already got quite a big squad. It, it just depends on value because they've already got four lone players, so mm-hmm. you're only allowed five in a squad. So no, it, it wouldn't be a priority for me, and um, it's, it's just all about the striker. Maybe a little bit of Portuguese influence on Thursday. I wonder if anyone or prospective signing is listening to us in Portugal. Have we got any plays there? Because where are we massive in? This week, Mr. Timothy Spears. Do you like that link? I got I got round about the houses, but we got there. It's the Nickelodeon days, really, really coming coming into good use Shh, there. Shh, move on, move on. <laughs> uh, where aren't we massive in Nathan Judah uh, and Luke Hatfield? No. Where aren't we massive in? Again, a huge week. Uh, our third last week was our biggest week ever. Wow. This week's our third biggest week ever. Three thousand six hundred and sixty people. Took an hour and ten minutes out of their lives to listen to us jabbering on. Jibber jabber. Jibber jabber. So yeah, thank you everybody. Thank you. Uh, a top top ten, usual top ten this week of United States of America after the UK, oh. of course. Australia, Canada, Espana, Ireland, Norway, New Zealand, Spain, and the Netherlands. Oh, That's your yeah. top ten this week, everybody. Uh, a big week in Mauritius, Mauritius, which is where we've previously been massive in before. Uh, yeah, seven plays in Mauritius this oh. week. Where's uh, Mauritius? It's um, what's it? Is it in the tables? <laughs> it's Indian Ocean, isn't it? Is it? Just check with Google. How long is it going to take to load? No, no, I'm pretty confident that I'm just going to okay. leave it at that. Decent, decent. Okay. Um. Anyway, we have we have broke new ground this week. Mm-hmm. Never seen the never seen this country before uh, on the list. Oh. Um. So yeah, we've made it. We've gone massive. Nailed it in the Seychelles. The Seychelles. The Seychelles. Wow. Invite, invite. Hashtag invite. Get us wow. there now. Someone's on honeymoon. I wonder if it's um, who's that gentleman who's gone from Sri Lanka to the Maldives. Luke the Burton. No, he was the last we heard from Luke. He was in Hull. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that, does, that doesn't bode well. Last we heard was he was in Hull. <laughs> if anyone see Luke, please get in touch. <laughs> Annulment incoming. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the Seychelles, known as the Republic of Seychelles, oh, nice. uh, which is where Judah? Where, where is the uh, Seychelles? Is the Seychelles just off Portugal? Is it? No, it's not. Is it towards? Is it? Is it? Is it in the Pacific? It's east of Africa. Oh, close. Which I believe is where Mauritius is. Okay. Uh, if it is, <laughs> sorry, got it here. Yes, it, <laughs> next door, <laughs> nearby island includes Mauritius. Uh, uh, yeah, um, very popular tourist destination, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we do hope we get an invite from whoever's listening to us. And please let us know who you are if you're listening again this week. Please do. Um, a population of, Mr Judah? 1.6 million. 92,000. Uh, I was going to go with <laughs> Roughly the same as Barnsley. So there's not, not many people there. Uh, sport in the Seychelles. What are they? What are they like doing there? It's very hot there. Thirty degrees, pretty much all year round. What, what are they? What do they enjoy doing? Beach volleyball. Basketball. Uh, Luke, it's your your area of Seychelles. Have you seen many 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 NBA players to come from the, the Seychelles? Not 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 too many NBA players, but I do like these these basketball countries. All of a sudden, I think it's been three weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, they also like a bit of football as well, though they're not very good at it. So they should probably move on to something else. Uh, what's their FIFA ranking? I'm going to say they are 196. Nice Googling there, Nathan. It's 194. Very oh good. my goodness me. I don't believe you. Do not what, believe what, 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 you. What are you talking about? <laughs> when have I ever cheated on anything like this? Just, just because I get somewhere close, it's like such a miracle that you think I cheat all the time. 
their top goal scorer of all time is Philip Ziala. Okay. With eleven. With eleven. Nice. Never. Um, and their finest hour was hosting and winning the 2011 Indian Ocean Games, where they beat Mauritius in the final on penalties. I'll tell you what, that was. I was glued um, to the TV watching that. <laughs> Big games against the likes of Madagascar uh, in that competition what, as the well. <laughs> and that's terrible. Uh, and Mayotte as well. So really tough competition, but they bloody won it that oh, year, didn't they? Fair deal, fair deal. So um, yeah. So uh, thank you for our Seychelles listeners. Uh, we've got some towns and cities banter okay, as well make this it week. Quick. Norwood. We're big in Norwood this week. Where's that? Uh, Derbyshire. London. Yeah. Uh, we're big in Pinner this week. Pinner. Um, in Kent. In London as well. Yeah. And Amsterdam. Big in Amsterdam um, this week. It's in Holland. Yes, and Thlanethli, big in Thlanethli, ah, some of our Ca- Cardiff fans oh, listening in to Lee little... Sanders' little segment. Mr. Sanders. Um, and Poplar, we're popular mm-hmm. in Poplar this mm-hmm. week. Hampshire. London as well, yeah. and Neesden, massive in Neesden. And that's in Somerset. That's in London as well, okay. and look Nathan. <laughs> uh, uh, and finally, uh, a couple of comments. Uh, we're also big in the Island Islands this week. Yes, Tommy uh, Boy. As you might expect, Tommy, he... Uh, this doesn't look great for Tommy. Oh, go on. Um, last year's team crushed the Bluebirds. I was there. Uh-huh. This team will blow them away. Oh. Okay. Bit of a pre-Cardiff prediction there from Tommy. Okay. Uh, he's fallen flat on his face there. It, well, you, you, he has because um, because there's a brand new brand new shoe that's just, just been unveiled <laughs> at, um, in, in the Island Islands this week. Doc, we Doc Martens are uh, supposed to be a huge... <laughs> <laughs> huge... Huge in the Island Islands. Doc Martins have just come in, into stock, so um, that's why people can't quite get used to the boot situation. <laughs> uh, and finally, um, just a bit of a shout-out this week. Not, not only a fan of shout-outs, uh, but I was I met the delightful Jason Poole oh, uh, in the Hog's Head on Saturday night. Uh, Jason was a little bit, little bit worse for wear. Okay. Uh, and came across to tell me all about how much he loves uh, the podcast and our coverage, etc. Top man. Um I'll be surprised if he remembers this. Um, but anyway, he insisted I follow him on Twitter, uh, which I did. And when, uh, long, he told me how, I talked. How long did it take you to unfollow him? <laughs> Just so he doesn't see, because he's seen you follow him, and you can quickly unfollow him. Come on, Hannah. He's seen I followed him. He sent me a DM. It's all happy days. Jason, just uh, check, yeah, just well, check well, in well. A week, back in a week's time to see if that's been unfollowed by mistake. You know, when you wake up and you're down two, two followers, just check Spears' account. He was. Uh, he told me how tall I was about seven times. Uh, uh, he, he was absolutely steaming, sloshed. Steaming. Uh, but yeah, t- top lad. Uh, loves the podcast. So yeah, there you go, Jason. Carry on listening. Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you very much for massive being always a highlight of the podcast. We are forty-seven minutes deep, so we're going to have to give away something. Whether I don't know whether we're going to have to have time for the quiz, um, or maybe even the. Do we get rid of fill in the blank? I'm not sure. I have to see. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. That's the oh, new segment. Dear. Fill in the blank. Um, okay, we'll go to comments then. We'll go to comments. Mr. Luke Hatfield, what comments have we got? Can we make them around about two to three to four minutes potentially? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Hit me. Um, so we got loads of questions, but uh, Dan South will open with them. Uh, Danny. Danny Boy. South of the River. South. South America. South do- Africa. Well, Dan, Dan asks, uh, do Wolves and Nuno need to be a bit more streetwise in certain games to help keep results positive? Yes, is the short answer, Tim. It's a couple of sentences. Yep, 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 yep. Completely agree. I mean, the, you know, they, only two of their 11 signings this summer were from uh, who played in the Championship before. So, yeah, they, they, need, they need to wise up sooner rather than later. Next. Uh, Rob, Rob Morris asks, uh, Tim, how does reporting oh, on Wolves compare man. to watching them in the stands as a season ticket holder? Mm. Mm. Good, good question that good mm. question that uh, Rob Rob the bank um, a ve- well very 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 different I mean you know I, I, yeah, yeah, I was a fan for about 20-25 years season ticket all that jazz um, I miss celebrating obviously miss having a few miss having a few beers uh, miss, you miss having thing. a few beers <laughs> have you seen this guy at half time in the concourses <laughs> Uh, miss shouting at the ref. Uh, miss not sitting next to Judah. Um, but no, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Miss miss away days and all that stuff. But uh, you know, the positives of being a Wolves correspondent for the Express and Star far outweigh the negatives. Oh, look at that towing the line, towing the company line. No, 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 they do. No, it's uh, you know, it's absolute privilege uh, telling it how it is for the peeps. Absolutely. 
Nice. Uh, Craig Moore asks, um, who frustrated you more over the past couple of weeks, uh, Neil Warnock or the tea lady, which made a uh, surprise appearance hey. in the video? Tea lady's become. Go on, Judy. You, you can feel that one. No, the tea lady's become iconic. For anyone who hasn't watched the video, um, um, pre Cardiff City, we um, we filmed um, very nicely. Wolves always gives permission, which is which is great from the boys and the media team, which I must say they they are top guys. Um, after doing us press conference and uh, yeah there's always some nice teas and coffees and biscuits set out for us which me and Spears don't really indulge in doing anymore Tim you want a healthy eating kick as well as me uh, we have a bit, uh, oh no 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 just coffees just sorry coffee. I drifted off there just, yeah, 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 just, yeah. just coffees um, but yeah so so there's about seven or eight people in the press conference which is fair enough I think Sky were in there and a couple of other people afterwards are filming and the tea la- this tea lady comes in with a little trolley and she's at the door, and she's getting a bit of a rattle, and I kind of gave her a bit of a, a bit of a stare down. Um, and I'm thinking, well, she'll stop there. She's not going to come in because she can see we're recording, the lights on, you know, we're bright, we're talking. Well, she did not give one Diego Jota, um, and uh, one straight in, rattle, rattle, rattle. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> rattle, 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 and just literally made as much noise as she possibly could for about two to three minutes while she cleaned away nine to ten to twelve cups of coffee and tea and she just didn't even we were i was shouting at her i was talking i turned the camera out she just wasn't she was the most dedicated tea lady i've ever seen in my life oh you know she she takes her craft very seriously we've got to say so um yeah as do we you know it's two, two worlds colliding it was too well i wasn't i wasn't going to stop filming with five and a half six minutes deep into a video so we weren't going to stop and she weren't going to she stop she wasn't going to stop so there was yeah, this impasse and uh yeah it was it made for interesting viewing if you haven't seen that it is on youtube make sure you have a watch and last one last one quickly uh do we need another striker seeing as we've got the likes of donovan wilson and austin samuels available to come on um yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I don't think they're ready yet. Well, Wilson, yeah, took his goal well last night, but uh, Nuno said afterwards he'll be straight back in the other twenty-three squad tomorrow. I think Samuel's is only sixteen, so w- w- Wolves haven't signed a uh, tried and tested proven striker for, for uh, ever. <laughs> I can't remember the last one. But I mean, since they sold the phobia, they still haven't replaced him properly. So that's that's got to be priority number one. The kids look great, but um. I'd love, you know, a loan move maybe like Niall Ennis to see how they can really do in, in men's football. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, that question, that question from Alan Smith, by the way. Sorry, sorry, I forgot to drop. Oh, it. Alan, which one? The the the, 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 lead, the Leeds one or the Arsenal one? Neither. He loves the selfie, does Alan? Loves the selfie. Top man. He's top lad. He's top Alan. man. Top man. Thanks very much for listening, mate. Um, okay, we're going to do a very quick segment. Okay, because I quite like this segment. It's fill in the blank. It's just one word answers, Tim. One word answers. Okay. Okay. So I'm going right, to give you right. a sentence. Fill in the blank. It's pretty easy, okay? Yeah. Wolves will sign blank players between now and transfer deadline day. Two. Two. Nuwadika will score blank league goals for Wolves this season. Uh, 11. Leo Bonatelli will start and finish blank league games this season. Five. Blank will win Wolves player of the season. Whoa. Whoa. Diego Jota. Oh, nice. Nuno Espirito Santo will be Wolves manager for blank seasons. Oh, two. Hmm. Um, Tim Spears will finish... That's very, very optimistic, by the way. Tim Spears will finish blank in the fancy Premier League this year. Oh. 37th. <laughs> It's not realistic. Um, blank Stop players it. will leave Wolves between now and transfer deadline day. Ooh, uh, ooh, one, two, three. Three. Uh, last one. Wolves will finish blank in the championship. Oh, don't do this. Uh, uh, fourth. Four. Thank you very much. Quick segment. Fill in the blank. What do you reckon? That was actually pretty decent. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yes, Tim. Yes, Not yes, good. Bad. Yes. Okay, excellent news. Right. Do you know what? We've got a bit of a time for a cheeky quiz. Oh yeah. We've got a bit of a time for a cheeky quiz. Are you ready, everyone? Luke, are you up for a little bit of a cheeky quiz? Born ready, mate. We might go. We might go a little bit over here, but you know, I think it's. I think it's worth it. Okay. Here we are. This is what's going to happen. We've we did got... get complaints about how long the podcast was last week. Oh my god. 
It's family fortunes, ladies and gentlemen. Get off my screen. Well, how much do you think that guy gets paid to say that? It's family fortunes. I don't know, but do you know, do you know obviously the big Mayweather and um, Mayweather fight that's happening on Saturday, which I think some of the people will be getting up for. You know, Michael yes. Buffer, the announcer, the ring announcer, goes, let's oh, go yeah. and oh, rumble. Oh, he's minted, isn't he? Do you know how much money you got for, uh, how much money he charges per let's get ready to rumble? How go much on. do you reckon? How much do you reckon? Luke, have a guess. Um, I'm gonna guess two hundred fifty k. Two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars, or pounds, yeah, pounds or dollars. Let's go oh, dollars. Let's go dollars. Okay, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, quarter of a million dollars. What do you reckon, Tim? Uh, I can hear, I can hear the excitement in your voice. So I reckon it's about a million. Try four and a half million dollars per wow. announcement. Four and a half million dollars to charge for Michael Buffer to come and announce your. Um, your little game, incredible. Really. No, no chance of him uh, doing a little podcast introduction for uh, us. Well, I've put the email out. We'll see. We'll see what comes back. <laughs> okay, ready. Um, so obviously, you know, you haven't got buzzers there, so you just kind of have to say, Luke. What, what oh, are there are there are a few in the hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's different class. I love that. Banter, banter, banter. Okay, this is going to be a very quick one because we are we we've only got 10, 10 to twelve minutes left on this on this podcast. So, uh, okay. Uh, hands on the buzzers. Just say, just say your name. Just say Tim or say Luke. Okay. All right. Okay. There have been ten people who've won the Ballon d'Or more than once. Who are they? Luke. Luke. How many? How many? Who's you going to go for? Who are you going to go for? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. He's number two on the list with four Ballon d'Ors. Tim Spears. Lionel Messi Lionel Messi is five top answer well done so would you like to play or pass Tim Spears quick games uh, good I'll game. pass that pass that yeah pass that like that okay Luke quick game's a good game top uh, t- there's mm, ten people who have won the Ballon d'Or more than once who are they more than once okay uh, Kaka Kaka no oh, Kaka's only won no. it once that's not a good start oh, for Luke oh dear um Ronaldinho. 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 Is, well, he only won it once. He won it in 2005. Uh, so not a he great start. He only won it once. <laughs> <laughs> so you two win. Tim looking good for the first uh, the first win of the season. Yeah, my Ballon d'Or knowledge isn't great. Um, Come on, just think of good players. You're better than this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, but I'm, my, 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 it escapes me. Um, wow. Um, wow. <laughs> Uh, the the fat Ronaldo, fat Ronaldo, ting, correct, yes, Ronaldo, nineteen ninety seven and two thousand two, twice, very good, seventh on the board. Um, I don't think I don't think this guy won it. I am trusting Did you guys that you're not cheating on these, by the way. But carry on. oh yeah, there's. Well, I, can no, tell, I can tell. I can tell. Can you tell by the fact? That <laughs> <not getting> <laughs> <laughs> um, was it even about when Pele was around? I don't know. Come on, Pele. Pele. He's not there. Okay, Tim Spears, how are we going? You've got one answer, one answer to give. Uh, I believe <laughs> this, 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 this might be hilariously. Oh, sorry, is Come it on. my go? Yeah, 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 yeah. This might be hilariously wrong. Go on. But I'm sure Kevin Keegan won it twice. Wow, wow. Tim Spears, it's there! Yeah! Number nine on the right. list, two times, all 1978 right. and 1979. Well done, Tim Spears, 1-0 up. You could have had um, Karl Heinz Rummage uh, twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never had who? Alfredo Di Stefano. Who? <laughs> Franz Beckenbauer won it twice. Marco Van Basten won it three times. Johan Cruyff won it three times. And Michel Platini won it three times as well. Spears 1-0 up. Okay. Are you ready? Number two on the list. Okay, are we ready? Hands on the buzzers. Spears 1-0 yeah. up. It's top six answers on the board. Who are the six favourites to win Sports Personality of the Year? Oh, yeah. Tim. Tim, go on. Uh, Mohamed Farah. Oh, Mo Farah. He's third on the list, Tim. Well done. 14-1 to one best price. Uh, Luke, can you better that, please? There's two answers uh, above that. I hate sports personality. Oh, I really do despise it. Quick game's a good game. I'm trying, mate. I'm trying. Um, who would be up there? 
Um, too long. Okay, Tim, would you like to play or pass? And I'm just giving you a decent yeah. indication here. Of <laughs> yeah, and I'll pass up. <laughs> it could be in your best interest to pass. Yeah, come on, Luke. Luke Hatfield, you, you have got three guesses. Um, Tim, I think you should start conferring pretty quickly. Yeah, I think you should, mate. Um, uh, uh, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney uh, is not there. That's one off your list. Um, Murray. Uh, Andrew Murray, yeah, he did well at Wimbledon this year. Not there. <laughs> God, Les Dennis wasn't this cutting. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you're one hour into the podcast, he, he's, he becomes cutting. I could quite easily cheat in. You could I'm quite easily cheat. No, you're doing very well, Luke. Uh, oh, yeah, cheers, mate. That, that, that comes across brilliantly. Um, Hamilton, I don't know. And what? Lewis Hamilton. Oh, Lewis Hamilton. Ting! He's there. Yeah, number five on the list. Well done. Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Number five yeah, on the list. Yeah. 25 to one with some people. Four answers to find. Oh, I'm struggling now, mate. I'm struggling. Um, who are them brothers that run oh, um, oh, the triathlons? Oh, yeah. Brownleys. I'll give you that. Do you want the yeah, Brownleys? Yeah, Brownleys. Not there. Unlucky, pal. 66 to one and way out the betting. So, Tim, you've got four answers to find oh, and I'm backing God. you here. I can't... <laughs> I can't, I can't think of it. The, the only two, the two I can think of, mm-hmm. are Adam Peaty in the swimming, mm-hmm. but because uh, he did well, mm-hmm. and then Joe Root in the cricket. Okay. Uh, have to so rush I, th- I think I'll go with Joe Root. Joe Root, he's not there. Luke Hatfield wins. He's one-one. He equalises. I really did want that for the time-wise, but he has equalised. Um, Cheers, Tim. Uh, Joanna right. Conta. Um, Tim, mm. you'll kick yourself for this. Chris Froome won the Tour de France, uh, of course. No, yeah. he wasn't even on the shortlist last yeah, year. Four, nah, uh, rubbish. Jermaine Defoe is second. Um, and uh, Anthony Joshua, of course, is the what? Oh, right, yeah, Defoe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sports personality of the year. I'm going to call that a 1-1 because mm. I want to just do a very quick... We'll have, to, we'll have to decide next week, guys, because I just want to... Oh. Talk- do you want to You're cutting us off in our prime. Okay, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? It's up to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's Come do on, it. The, the peeps love it. Okay, okay, love it. okay. Quiz banter, people. Okay, okay. Top eight answers on the board. Are you ready? Yeah. Name the top yeah. eight FIFA World Ranking countries at the moment. Uh, Tim. Ooh. 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 I'm going to give it to Tim first. Tim. Oh. Uh, Germany. Germany is number two on the list. Number two. Luke Hatfield. Oh. Uh, Brazil. Brazil, number one. Would you like to play or pass, Luke? Play or pass? I'll pass, please. Nathan. He's passing. Pass. Good lad. I like oh, that, Luke. This could be a, a comeback of the, from nowhere. Excuse you, <laughs> Tim. Uh, Tim, <laughs> there are six more answers to find. Third to eighth. Quick game's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> um, Argentina. Argentina, a third. Ting. Well done. Chile. Chile, our seventh. Ting. Uh, who would be big in Europe? Uh, France. France. Oh. Good guess. It's not there. They're tenth. Look at field. Portugal. Please, can you uh, confer? Portugal. Ting. Number six. You've got three more to find. Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay. That one who won the World Cup back in 1930. <laughs> 17th unlucky. 19. It's done over an 80-year rolling uh, <laughs> yes, session, it hasn't it? It's absolutely. Uh, You've got three to find, Timothy. Luke, no uh, cheating, please. I can hear some keys. I can hear some keys in the background. That's not me, mate. I'm sitting Tim? Here quietly. Timmy, no, cheating. not me. Uh, certainly not. You probably tell by my next answer when I get it wrong. Okay. Uh, it was Spain. Mm-hmm. Give Spain. Is it there? It's not. 11th of Spain. 11th. Incredible. Just uh, just ahead of England in 13th. Luke Hatfield for a surprise shock win in this quiz. You've got 4th, 5th or 8th team to find. Can you find them? I'm going to go with uh, Italy. Italy. It's a good guess. They're high up on the list. But how high? For the win? Is it there? It's not! Tim Spears Ooh, that was dramatic. wins. Tim Spears wins. Congratulations. Very dramatic. Uh, 12th Italy. Uh, the three that were missing were Switzerland in fourth. Switzerland in no, fourth. No, rubbish. Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Poland in fifth. And, rubbish. And Dear Colombia me. in eighth. So congratulations oh, no to Tim Spears. That was a difficult one, and that's why the FIFA rankings continue to be crazy. Um, 
very quick, uh, Tim Brentford um, wholesale changes again. Would you say that pretty much the starting eleven from Saturday? No, I, like I said, uh, uh, variances to the teams. I think um, Miranda's at risk of being dropped for Bar or Bennett, mm-hmm. who both did well. Cavalero, would he come in starting lineup? Uh, so I'd, ex- I'd expect a cu- couple of changes, couple of changes. But but great that he's got so many um, difficult options. Let's just hope the car parking's better for us on Saturday. Eh? It's a bit of a shocker, there, isn't it? It's terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. And t- take a cushion for your knees. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh goodness. Oof. Mind you, they do do Bovril there, don't they? On tap. They do do Bovril. It's the but it's the tightest press box yeah. that we've apart from West Ham at the old bowling oh, ground. Oh yeah, that was horrendous. No, I think it's tight. So tight. tight. Your, your knees are literally mm. glued to the seat in front. You can. It's difficult to stand up. Yeah, it could be an interesting afternoon. But I'm looking forward to it, pal. Should be a good one. Let's hope that they get a, their fourth win. Out of out of five. So that brings us lovely on to predictions. We're going to finish with Luke Hatfield prediction for Brentford against Wolves. Uh, two one Wolves, mate. Two one Wolves. Uh, I'm going to go um, Brentford one Wolves three. Ooh. Uh lots of goals. I think Brentford bottom of the league, shipping load. They lost four three at home to Forest. Looked terrible. They did win but in, they, but, in midweek though, didn't they? But yeah, they thrashed. It was at QPR midweek. Yeah. Bit of a shock win. So yeah, I think three two Wolves win it in a thriller. Oh, happy day. So three wins. Let's hope for it, um, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've enjoyed this three way banter. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. Menage a trois. Um, but yeah, like I say, uh, me and Tim will be together on Brentford. Uh, Luke, thank you very much for, for working and, and coming and having a bit of banter on your day off. We love you very much, we, oh, wholly, with the bottom of our hearts. Thank you very much. Not a problem, mate. It's always a pleasure. Now go and edit this after this. Thanks very much. And, and send it to oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we will have a bit of an announcement um, next week, actually, with regarding our 50th episode, which is in three will weeks' we? time. We could have a surprise announcement for you. But from now until then, thank you for listening. Tweet us at Wolves Poddy. Thanks for your questions. Take care. Bye-bye.